Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Hotbody-Dawson. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Uh, welcome along, here's the Ripley's 2022 Odyssey. We're looking at the Ripley's Believe It or Not book, um, which is in all good shops now, which says on the front, all true, all weird, all wild. Uh, we've already established it clearly isn't all weird, and it definitely isn't all wild. Uh, they say it's all true, but then they also say, believe it or not. I don't know what the fuck's going on with these people. But um, I don't know. Should we do the random number selector thing and then see if that gives us any joy? And then if not, we'll just flick we'll through some pages. We'll quickly if not, okay? Yeah. All we're, right. We're quite prepared to just reject. 174. Yeah. 174, it says. Let's go. 174. Uh, oh! This is an interesting one. This could actually be a history box subject, I think. Oh, good. Um, and it is a two-page spread about Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah. He was an so, interesting lad, wasn't he? He was. Um, they've probably missed out lots of the interesting stuff in here. But, um, mm, hmm. <coughs> the, 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 Excuse the, me, mate. Oh. Bless you. The Raven. The Raven yeah. is often considered to be Poe's most widely known work. However, the poem might have fallen a bit flat had Poe gone with his original idea, a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> right, going to be the parrot. parrot. Uh, he said uh, in his 1846 essay, The Philosophy of Composition, Poe wrote that very naturally a parrot in the first instance suggested itself. Very naturally. As the yeah. prophecy spouting spectre bird. I but mean, why author- wouldn't it? What's the best bird you can think of? It's a parrot. What? There's no better need, bird than a parrot. I need this bird to talk, so I've got to make it about a parrot. Yes, the coloured plumage might be a bit off-putting for people, given the tone of the poem, but we want it to be realistic. If it's a talking bird, it's got to be a parrot, or maybe a toucan. I don't know. Name a single a bird other than a toucan, right? But I'm not sure, actually, technically, I think a, a toucan is a mammal, if you look at it. Is up, a toucan... Do, do toucans exist, or are they just from films? I'm not sure. No one's ever seen a toucan. I know that. Right? But there's lots of people who have told stories about them. But you cannot name a bird that's as good as a parrot. You can't go and try. You can't. A blue tit? Fuck off. <laughs> a sparrow? You're joking. A fucking eagle? Ridiculous. <laughs> it's all about parrots. Colourful, yeah. talkative, everything you want. Um, 
the author quickly became concerned about the creature's vibrant nature not being in line with the tone of the piece. Therefore, it was, in inverted commas, it was superseded forthwith by a raven as cap equally capable of speech and infinitely more in keeping with the intended tone. I basically pulled myself together and realised that the parrot was a fucking stupid idea. It wouldn't it's be taken seriously bird. at all. It's a bird for babies. Um, yeah. I, I, what else have we got? Cooped up. <clears throat> October the 3rd, 1849. Um, Paul was found on the street, ranting and incomprehensible. Oh, he'd gone stray. He'd gone stray. He, he, ranting he, he, he and had, incomprehensible. And dressed in someone else's clothing. How oh, did no. they know that? How did they know that? Perhaps he was dressed as a woman. Who knows? But they could have been his clothes. I don't know. Uh, he died days later. Oh, dear me. And although drunkenness could explain the odd behaviour, the doctor who attended Poe said he had not the slightest order of liquor upon his breath or person. Rabies, seizures and a brain tumour have all been suggested as cause of death. Another explanation is a form of voter fraud at the time. What? He died from voter fraud, known as cooping. People were kidnapped and drugged often dressed in different clothes, then forced to vote multiple times for a particular candidate. Wow. Whoa, this is new information. Still no conclusive proof about the cause of Poe's death has ever surfaced. So, I mean, I guess that this is the thing that Donald Trump was probably talking about when he said the election was stolen from him in 2020. Uh, perhaps he thought that cooping had been happening. People were being Well, it would explain a lot of the cute peculiar electoral outcomes in recent years. Yeah. Not least Trump's own election victory. I mean, yeah, Boris yeah, Johnson. Yeah. My kids are like, you know, how did that bloke Danny win I'm a Celebrity? Because they didn't want him to. They wanted Frankie from the Saturdays to win it, right? Yeah, right. As did I. I don't know who your preferred I'd, I'd, candidate I'd given was. up watching it pretty much after the, the after it was abandoned halfway through. I thought, ah, fuck that. What? What do you mean it was abandoned? Yeah, they had a couple of days off because of the winds. They went and stayed oh, in the well, hotel for a bit. Did that anger you? No, it didn't anger me. I just lost interest. You thought, I unprofessional, thought the shabby production. I thought the production. of the contest had been taken away. Yeah. And from also fraudulent. Richard from Richard and Judy left, and that was the main yeah, that reason was, that I was attracted mm. to the show this year. So when yeah, he left, exactly. it was a bit gutting. But then my daughter was into it, so I carried on watching. But anyway, you know... The bloke from Armadale won, fair enough, good luck to him, seems like a nice lad. My wife's gone to them. Boris Johnson's the <clears throat> fucking Prime Minister. And well, so don't be surprised that the British public vote for someone off of Emmerdale as their yeah. winner. That's not even that fucking weird. He was all right. That's the kind Unless of thing, isn't mass it? Unless coupings going on. It's, it's maybe... It's always the ones that win are the ones who kind of always have a big public profile anyway. So he's got... I don't know, 8 million people watching Emmerdale every episode. So he's in there. Yeah, the, the other person in the, in the world, final was him off realm. of um, Corey. Ah, right, so there you go. Another so soap two soap opera people. So there we are. So, you know, I don't think we can take it too seriously. It's like Sports Personality of the Year. You can't oh, take less it shit too than seriously. That. Sports Personality of the Year is like the shittest it's thing the of the year, isn't thing. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's even shitter than Comic Relief. Yeah. And today, as we record this on the 13th of December, against his wishes, Tyson Fury has been shortlisted. 
Did you see where really? he, said he, take, he said he would take legal action if he was shortlisted by the what, BBC? because they banned him before for homophobic comments, didn't they? No, I don't think it's that. It's because he says that he is the undoubted sports personality of the year and he shouldn't be put in a competition with other people. Do you know what? He's absolutely right. Oh, I love it. I love it's it, embarrassing. Yeah. He'll be. He'll, imagine if he has to fucking sit amongst all these tedious fucking Olympic athletes, right? Who are so boring <laughs> because that's why they're so good. It's because they're just a bit fucking boring. Um, yeah. Oh my god! Can you imagine Andy Murray and all these fucking boring people? And you got Tyson Fury, Britain's least boring man. I mean, the yeah. only person who can hold a candle to Tyson Fury in the sporting arena is Jamie Vardy. And I bet Jamie Vardy's <laughs> never been fucking um, nominated, has he? He's not on there. He is the shortlist. Uh, Tom Daly, the diver. I didn't know he was still a diver. I thought he was the one-show presenter now. Uh, Tyson Fury. Adam Peaty. He's Who's the swimmer. Oh, he's the swimmer, right. obviously. Uh, tennis player Emma Raducanu. Yeah, well, uh, she did well, show. didn't she? Yeah. Raheem Sterling. Yeah, he, he did well in the Euros, but... But yeah. he's been round a block several times. He's yesterday's news. <clears throat> and Paralympic cyclist Dame Sarah Story. So that's your six. Vote for As any one of them. Fucking if, if anyone other than Tyson Fury wins that. It depends on who's voting, though, isn't it? Depends what the voting um, demographic yeah. is. You know. I mean, Wayne Rooney <clears throat> never won it. He should have won it like 10 years running. I could see Emma Raducanu winning it. To be quite honest, of course or she Tom will. Tom Daly, you know it's Tom- the it's the sort of program, right? That is absolutely fucking Middle England's wet dream. It's the sort yeah. of people who love Wimbledon but don't mm-hmm. watch tennis any of the rest of the time. They're yeah. really, really into um, <clears throat> children in need. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, obviously we're all into like charity for for the kiddies who need a little bit of help. Right, don't sit through all six hours of the. But they love watching it, and they do that wiping pretend tears away from their eyes when they see something like a newsreader rapping (laughs) or something like that, right? And then, and they also probably find like question sport hilarious, right? And then this comes around, and they're like, "Fucking yes, that is ninety nine percent TV Christmas." That is mate, sports personality of the year. Yeah, so there we are. Uh, Tyson Fury said he didn't want to be... cunt of the year. That'd be more fucking... And we should run the ceremony out of that fucking travel tavern in Nottingham. Yeah. Sport cunt um, of the year. We could do that maybe next year, eh? Got a lot on at the minute. Um, So Tyson Fury said he didn't want to be included on the shortlist and would sue the BBC if they included him. So the BBC, if therefore included him. (laughs) Have they? Well, it's a good bit of PR for both of them. Easily the best thing about sports personality of the year, or spotty, as people like to call it for oh, short. Oh no! <laughs> Hashtag spotty. What are you doing for spotty this year? Do you want to come <clears throat> round to ours? We'll do nibbles and why the, the spotty shortlist? Very controversial. So uh, there we are. Um, Edgar Allan Poe then may have been um, <clears throat> cooped for the sports personality of the year shortlist, eighteen forty nine. Whoever was in that, I don't know. And did um, you think that, you know, there's all these um, podcast awards that, you know, no one would ever allow us into. Yeah. But what if we entered one 
but did loads of mass cooping. Mm. Of all Set up loads of like, fake accounts and everything and just vote for ourselves. No, no, coop people. Do, do what it says here. Uh, you drug, oh, no, coop you ourselves. kidnap them, you kidnap <clears> them, <throat> drag them, dress them in different clothes and then force them to vote mm. multiple times for Top Flight Time Machine. It, 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 it's all down to how much of a fuck you give about awards, really, isn't it? I suppose. I just like the idea of cooping more than the award. Just more, more the cooping. Not necessarily with an outcome of winning the award, but the cooping be itself. Like, who are the people who vote, right? They're the people who <coughs> vote for these, like, trendy podcasts, Shag, shag married, annoyed people. Yeah, and so we'd get those sorts of people, kidnap them, drug them, make them wear the clothes of other people and then sit mm-hmm. over them when they get on their laptops and vote for a top light time machine repeatedly. Mm. Yeah, that would be the fun part. Not actually the result yeah, we itself. We wouldn't turn up to the awards ceremony, obviously. We Fuck wouldn't that. Be able to do enough cooping to win the thing. Or even no. the shortlist. It's just, just the idea of coop. I don't know. Maybe. We'd have to get our kids to help, probably. <clears throat> we'll put it on the list of things to do. Yeah. Which is an admittedly long list, but yeah, cooping is a possibility for 2022. Uh, I think we've done enough of Edgar Allan Poe. <clears throat> I think we'll move on to another page in this ridiculous book. Uh, page 93. It says here. Skim, 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 skim. Oh, wow. Wax on, wax off, says the headline. And it is the central part of the Sayanka Cy- Museum in Kolomaya, Ukraine. And it is built in the shape of a giant 46 foot tall painted egg. Fucking amazing. And it's a museum that houses a collection of more than, get this, 10,000 decorated Ukrainian Easter eggs. Some dating back over a century. 10,000 painted eggs in one museum in the Ukraine. Uh, to it's a create boring though, isn't it? How many would you need to see before you think you'd seen enough? in that museum given that there's 10,000 of well, them they're there. all the same shape so it's just different decorations I mean it'd be like going to a museum of like plates and all the plates had different paintings on you know like remember <clears> like <throat> you have to go to school when primary mm. school when your kids are quite young mm. and they've all done something like they've all been given a paper plate each and they all paint something yeah. different on it it's all shit isn't it yeah just like, you just look for your own and they, they put a display on in the hall and you've got yeah. to go in you just go look for your own kids and then fuck right, off right seen it let's go yeah boring well done kids the best thing about this museum good. is the structure itself because the massive egg is like really brilliant I mean it's amazing yeah. and so once you've clocked that you're like fuck that's the best egg I've ever seen then you go inside it's really anticlimactic all the other <clears> eggs are just small versions of I what would- you've just seen I would want to know, A, can I go inside that massive egg? B, what's in there? Is it like a wind tunnel? Is the... um, Is it like Crystal Maze and they blow lots of cash around when you get in and you chase the cash? Yeah. If not, kind of not really interested. And these things are called Sayankis, these painted eggs. To create the Sayanka, an artist heats a pencil-like tool filled with wax to draw a design on the egg. Once the wax is dried, the egg is dipped in dye, removed, and further designs are added, with the process repeating until the artist is finished and all of the wax is melted off the egg. The decorated eggs are preserved by blowing the inside of the egg out through a small hole. Jalapeño. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Nah, not for me. Not for me. I mean, I'd go nice. there if I, was, if I happened to be in Ukraine with a spare couple of days on my hands. I'd, I might visit that just to see the, the giant egg. But of but, course, Russia are currently assembling their tanks, aren't they? For, yeah, not, uh, there seems to the be a possible invasion of the Ukraine coming, and maybe it's that museum that they've got their their, their tanks trained on. Maybe yeah. they want to crush that museum. Unlikely, I'd go there right now, egg or no egg. And I don't think that place has even got a decent gift shop, which is obviously what you're always looking for in a museum. What you want, isn't it? But then gift shops are just a fucking con anyway. It's always overpriced. They are, shit. but ah, oh, it's the best bit, mate. It's nice to look, isn't it? Have you noticed now a gift shop, whatever the nature of the museum? I noticed this in a um, in the. You remember I was telling you about my new favourite garden centre. Mm. They always have shops as well. But a gift shop, in any museum or, or often in other sort of uh, establishments, one thing it'll always have, regardless of the theme, is you'll always get a plastic dinosaur, no yeah. matter what it is. Yeah. So at this egg museum, if it had a gift shop, it'd be like all egg themed, right? Yeah, you got egg pen, you got egg fucking pencil erasers, mm. you got egg shaped notepads, you got egg mm-hmm. egg shaped fucking bags and pencil cases. Great, great, great. Oh, and there's a fucking plastic stegosaurus, and here yeah. is a fucking here's a dinosaur's head on a stick with a little trigger that you pull to mm. make it go. Ow, 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 ow. They are everywhere. Whoever fucking made them is coining it in because they are sold in every fucking gift shop on planet Earth. I think it's probably the family of Sir John Gift Shop, who yeah. obviously invented the first one in 1862. Mm. And um, he, I don't know what he sold or where it was, but he obviously sold the dinosaurs and it's been a it's contractual obligation. In order to get a gift shop license from the family of Sir John Gift Shop, you've got to agree to stock, to stock some kind of plastic dinosaur. dinosaur paraphernalia. Yeah. Maybe he was in cahoots with Sir John Dinosaur Toy. Yeah. And they set it up together. Maybe the families and, um, were close because their <clears throat> their um, children married and brought the two great families together. Yeah, two, uh, into one powerful family. Power and super still, family. Uh, <laughs> and they still uh, survive to this day. You ever uh, think about Matt trying to marry your kids into other influential and powerful families in the North I don't think that would be possible. I think my kids would probably kill me rather than right. allow that to happen. So you haven't got your eyes on another family that you'd like to merge with? In Sunderland? A power family, yeah. I, I haven't, to be honest. I'm not sure who the power families are in like Sunderland a, at the minute. Well, in my opinion, it's the Dawsons, but there must be like yeah. someone else, like a, one of the great old-fashioned North Country industrialists or something yeah. like that. 
Could be. I don't know. Um, I probably need to sign up and join the Masons, like we suggested we might do. Yeah. In order to get into the, the underbelly. Yeah, I don't know. I'll consider it. Um, looking on this page, on the opposite page, there's a thing that says fatal fashion. Uh, fashion trends that could quite literally kill you. Should we have a look at them? Yeah. That's page 92. Um, Shields Green, invented in 1775 by Swedish chemist Carl Wilhelm Scheele. This striking emerald shade was poisonous, thanks to the arsenic used to create it. It was used to dye fabric, causing rashes and oozing sores on those who wore it. But it was the factory workers handling the pigment all day long who suffered the severest side effects, including death. So, yeah, 1775, a pioneering time, probably, for colours and that. But this one was uh, deadly, unfortunately. Um, Nothing we can really add to that, but bad news for everybody concerned. What's this one? Stiff neck. There's a geezer here, an old-timey guy in Mm -hmm. sepia, staring at the camera with a right, all right, cunts look on his face. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Stiff neck. Around the end of the 19th century, it was fashionable for Western men to wear high stiff collars. There were multiple instances in which men died from the collars, cutting off their (laughs) circulation, earning the accessories the nickname of Father Killers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see you've got your Father Killer on there. Be careful. Fucking hell. You know, like, it must have spread... You know these collars that everyone's wearing? Yeah. You know a few people have died? Yeah, fuck it. That won't happen to me. Why? How do you know? It just won't. Mm. Why? Well, it's a fucking shirt. How dangerous can it be? Well, I'm telling you, I've been reading it in the paper. They call it the father killer. Blokes, they call it the father killer. Yeah, it's not... Listen, right? I will not be dying off of a fucking shirt. Yeah? (laughs) And they go, yeah, all right, can... don't, so I didn't warn you. That night, doesn't come home. Mummy, where's Dad? He's fucking dead off of his shirt because he did shirt the top button him. up and it strangled him. Yeah, but you can transplant the Father Killer shirt for the COVID-19 virus, can't you? It's like people are like, well, it's not going to get me, is it? I've got an immune system. I'm double uh, hard, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right. <sighs> um, so, yeah, the Father Killer. It does look a nice shirt, but it does look quite restrictive. I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear one of them. Um, time's up it says also on this page during World War I women began working factory jobs one of which involved painting glowing radium onto watch faces so they could be read in the dark well, the then fun. unknown effects of radium poisoning eventually <laughs> caused dozens of women's deaths many of which were preceded by rotting teeth brittle bones and large tumours oh. yeah there were different times we didn't know as much as we do now uh, obviously, you wouldn't paint a watch with radium anymore. You wouldn't go anywhere near fucking radium. But um, it seems like a good idea. Then. Kids, kids, go go and get my radium from the cupboard under the stairs. In the jar. Got is radium it, on it. It's in a jar. It's got a label that says radium. No, not that. That's the fucking boot polish. I want my radium. <laughs> get me my fucking radium because I'm going to do some... I'm going to spend the afternoon painting some of your watches. I need to tarten up my watch face. It's starting to fade a little bit. Apparently, this radium is really good. Yeah, and I need to. Uh, I need <clears> to start <throat> hanging. Around. I'm going to start hanging around in the dark more in uh, the coming weeks. Don't ask what me why. The, it's necessary. What was the war and everything? It's going to be a be lot darker. I will be spending more time in the dark, and I will be needing to know the time. So it's radium time. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, there's there's one more section on this page. I don't know whether to go into it. It's it's entitled "Burning Ballet Dancers." Oh my god! Should we? Well, I haven't read ahead. Was it ballet dancers put their bodies through intense training in order to pull off their signature moves? Yeah, I know that. It's not fucking easy, is it, doing ballet? You've got to train. No. But in the 19th century, there was an even bigger threat to their well-being, thanks to a combination of long, fluffy, flammable skirts and gas lamps that line the stage. There were multiple instances of dancers catching on fire and perishing from the ensuing blaze. We've lost another one. We have lost another one. Nah, <laughs> fuck. No, yeah, it was the lamps again. It caught our feathers. Dancer down. Dancer down. That's another one. No, just let her burn out. It's safer. <laughs> Don't get too close. I've um, I've just uh, turned to the random number generator and it's told us page 55, Sam. And I am at page 55 now. I'll give you a couple of seconds to get there as well. And I'll tell you the headline before you get there. Fire Festival! Oh. Yay! Is this the Fire Festival that we know from it's the wonderful not, documentary? It's oh. not. It's it possibly even more fun than that. Uh, and it says, One night a year, people in the small town of Nayapa, El Salvador, gather in the streets to throw flaming, fuel-drenched balls at each other. Whee! Oh! This is what we want. And there's some great pictures there of some flaming fuel-drenched balls lying in the road. Many, many of them. It seems like there's a building on fire in the background there. Uh, the reason for the commotion, as it's called, is the Bolas de Fuego, or Balls of Fire Festival, which commemorates the 1922 volcanic eruption that nearly wiped out the entire town. So what they've got here is there was an occasion in 1922. There was a volcano. The entire town was almost wiped out. Somehow they survived it and thrived to continue. They commemorate this by recreating it every year and almost wiping out the entire town again. That's fucking mad, isn't it? It would be like, you know, like the Great Fire of London. Yeah. It would be like, rather than just have a song about it, which is how we commemorate Mm. it really, isn't it? London's burning. And, of course, the TV show, which was in tribute to it. Set in the... 1660s, whenever it yeah. was. Yeah, it would be like every year on the anniversary of the Great Fire of London, people just ran around London fucking chucking fire about. Be stupid. It would be, but that's what they do. That's El Salvador. Um, local legend attributes the explosion to a fight between their patron saint San Geronimo and the devil. Oh, Fuck that's how the now. fucking original thing happened. It was their patron saint versus the devil having a fight. Uh, participants dressed in masks and face paint split into two groups and spend the night reenacting the duel by, as we've mentioned, throwing flaming fuel-drenched balls at each other. Which side are you on this year? Oh, I'm on the devil team this year. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell, mate. I'm San Geronimo. Well, got to be done. Got to be done. I know we're best of pals, but for one night only, our friendship gets set aside and we throw flaming fuel-drenched balls at one another for a laugh. Uh, Medical professionals are on standby, but surprisingly, there haven't been any major injuries reported in all the years of celebration, which is good to know. Um, I wonder if any of this is on YouTube. I'd like to see this in real life. Yeah, I bet it will be. I'll be looking for this later on. They are very evocative. Um, 
almost uh, it looks like the, the, the hell itself almost because they talk about hell people say you go to hell and it's just all fire it can't all be fire there's got to be somewhere to sit down hasn't there got to be somewhere to eat your dinner it's got to be like kind of walls of fire or floors of fire or just like bits of fire like this you're just it in a fire just be... also it'd be too it'd be in it, yeah, it's supposed to be like a, an eternity of damnation and suffering right yeah if it was too much fire, you'd just incinerate straight away and that'd be it. Be a yeah. nice release. The devil wants you to suffer for eternity. So I would say a much better thing is to sort of have bits of fire that just scorch you painfully from time to time. Yeah, but then is it is it not just like really hot, just like having the central heating right up all the time? Because I'd be all right with that. I'd rather be hot mm. than cold. I don't know. You know I've got really bad burns up my arm, don't you? I've shown them to you before. Because <clears throat> when don't I was, think I'm familiar with this. Oh yeah, if you if you look, like I've got like burns scarring all the way up oh, my yeah. right arm. Jesus. It used to cover my whole arm when I was a little boy, and mm. I would get teased in the playground for it. Ugh, look at his oh. arm, they would say. Look at his horrible arm. Oh no! Um, <laughs> leave me alone. My it's not my fault. Uh, my arm got burnt because my mum was sterilising my bot bot. Bot bot, yeah, familiar with that. And um, I bowled into the kitchen and I was about mm-hmm. two and a half or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the bot bot was up on the side. But you know, like when you sterilise a bot bot, you pour mm-hmm. boiling water into it. You and do. then what you oh, might do, no. bear in mind this is the 70s, you loosely put the uh, teat on top of mm. the bottle and she mm. was like doing some washing up and her back was done so I bowled in behind her and obviously I was living out loud even at that bot, age bot wasn't time. I yeah. I've, I've looked in and just thought oi oi there's the old bot bot must be fucking bot bot time I tell you I'll what suck on that I'll save her a fucking bit of trap save her a bit of work I'll just get it down myself off of that I'm a big ball. boy now I'll do yeah. it myself Get me own bot bot. You just crack on with what you're doing, mum. You poor old bastard. I'll get I'll sort myself out. Here we go. So I reach up, fucking grab it, splosh, mm. boiling what what water all over my little tiny arm. Fucking hell. Skin, according to eyewitness oh. reports, I don't really remember it. Skin visibly like out of a horror film, peeling off of my arm oh, in front of their man. eyes. Me mm. screaming, fucking chaos and bedlam. Yeah. I had to go to hospital in an ambulance. They had to do me a skin graft by taking skin off of my ass and putting it onto my arm. So, yes, that's right. I have an ass arm now. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another nickname to add to the list. Arse Beeping Timmy, arse arm. <laughs> Oh, wow. But it's very um, graphic, and there's some scars on my yeah. chest as well, because it actually splashed up onto my chest. But uh, it was my- really... I was very self-conscious about it when I was younger. Um, it is quite bad. But my dad, who was still around at the time, because I was very small, he didn't um, talk to my mum for about three months afterwards. Fucking hell. He, he, he gave her the silent treatment, because he said it was her fault. But mm. it wasn't her fault, mate. It was, they'd had a son and they didn't know this, maybe, or they should have worked it out, who was going to live out loud every yeah. second of every day. Yeah. If he saw something he wanted, he grabbed yeah, it. He went for it. Yeah. Right? Including the bot bot. 
he grabbed first, he thought later. Yeah. And metaphorically speaking, I've been pouring boiling hot water over myself ever since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, we'll leave it uh, there on that serious note. So just think on if you're sterilising a bot bottle later today. You're sterilising a bottle because nowadays they have devices where you don't have to use so much boiling water. Yeah. Steaming machines, isn't there? Yeah, and whatnot. Okay. God, that's a pain uh, in the ass. I'm glad those days have gone, mate. Yeah. We'll have another crack at Ripley's next week. And uh, that'll probably be it for that, I reckon. So thank you very much for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye from me, Arsene Delaney. Oh.